I was not a good client at first because I was on defense because I'm like, from everything that I used to see on television and movies about therapy, I had a different, I had a very mindset about it that wasn't positive. Okay. And so then God had to work with me. <laughs> he had to work with me. So I had to humble myself and pray. And the next meeting I went into, I pretty much let everything go. And it was the best, most therapeutic experience of my life. So I am an advocate if you need a therapist. Hey man, your dog is super trained but mine never listens to me. That's because I just signed up for a dog training course in the community app. It notifies you of all classes happening within a 10 mile radius and has many options. They've got literally everything from dog training classes to dance classes. No way, you mean I can get my dog trained and learn dancing? Yeah, install the app right now and see for yourself. Aluva Life Greens actually started for me when I was 23 years old. I went out and bought a $400 industrial juicer and I started juicing every single week. And I hated it. It took so much time, it cost money, and it was a process. That's when I started making the Life Greens product. It truly is the one drink that you should take every day for the rest of your life. My name is Amy and I absolutely love fitness. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a professional makeup artist. Eating healthy is not the easiest thing. We get so busy in our lives, it's really hard to take the time to eat healthy and to eat right. My absolute favorite thing about this product is that they combine reds, greens, and probiotics in one mix. You put it in your water and you shake it up and voila, it's so easy and it tastes amazing. You'll feel a difference. Then you start believing that you really can change and that you can actually feel better. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. I'm so excited today to have today's featured guest, which is a truly remarkable woman. She is the visionary and CEO of Joy Inside of Tears, Tracy Homecrombie. And Tracy is no ordinary leader. She brings an extensive amount and wealth of knowledge and her expertise to the table. She is also a mental health first aid instructor with a master's in healthcare administration. She possesses a deep understanding of the interludes of mental health and the importance of early intervention. So without further ado, let's bring on the woman of the hour, the amazing Tracy Homecrombie, who is going to be helping us with mental health awareness and breaking the stigma. Hello, welcome to the well, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. This has been an anticipated moment in time. The Tina Ramsey Show. I'm super excited. I like to just first say that uh, this is an honor to have me on during this month. 
Uh, it was also an honor to be featured in the Homeschool Interactive Magazine with the article. And it's just uh, a blessing to be able to work alongside you in this uh, time and, and in this space. I'm just so appreciative. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure when I think about everything that you're doing. And for those of you who do or may not be aware, this month is the month of mental Health Awareness Month, where we're talking about and discussing, having those candid conversations about mental health awareness, the stigma, so we're speaking about suicide, depression, all the things that we normally keep silent, where so many people suffer in silence. And I'm very vocal and very open about my personal struggle with depression and anxiety and also having a friend that committed suicide and the, the feeling of feeling alone and not understanding who I can speak to about it because one minute you're speaking with your friend and then the next minute they're no longer here and you wish you could have said something or did something had you known. And so what Tracy is doing being uh, the CEO of her amazing foundation is really sounding the alarm to this and making it easy for us to have these conversations. So Tracy, what made you decide to not only start this foundation uh, which, which I love it, which is joy inside of tears. What, what made you decide to start this? Well, what made me decide to start it was God's will and purpose for my life. Um, I never would have thought that I would have to use such a topic, but for those of you who don't know, I am a lost survivor to suicide. My son died by suicide in 2021, and it was something that was so unbelievably uh, hard to try to understand, so I had to not lean to my own understanding and trust God's uh, purpose in the pain that this had caused. And um, in my research, I found that being able to educate myself on what the possibilities could have been. Uh, my son was high functioning. He was not diagnosed with any kind of mental uh, disorder or challenge, but I do know by 21, he had two careers. My son was a sergeant in the National Guard, in the Army National Guard by 21. He was also in an apprentice program, which probably this year he would have been making six figures. So who knows the stress and pressure that our youth and our young adults are under to uh, perform as well as not know where to lay their, um, their um, issues on. And in my thought, we were very close. So I was very um, surprised that we talked about everything. And the last things we were talking about was something I had not seen yet. He would just only been in this world to buy a home and possibly get married and me to have grandchildren. That was my only child. So all of that led me on this journey. And Joy Inside Tears came from me listening to a song because you have to be inspired by something. And I thought I had the name for the organization 
in the beginning, which was Fight for Life, um, it was taken when I went back, when my accountant went to research everything. She said, the name is taken. I said, well, guess what? I'm going to have to seek God again and just see what it is because this has to be very, very um, uh, a legacy left as well as a passion that uh, my son has um, left here for us to continue in this world. So um, my albums came in. I have my record player. So Stevie Wonder's album, uh, The Songs in the Key of Life. So I love him so much. I began to listen to the songs, and I have forgot about a song called Joy Inside My Tears on that album. And everything just resonated from there. I was in the spirit, and I just could not believe everything the song meant was kind of like how I felt. So that's how Joy Inside Tears began. Wow, that is an incredible story. So for me, hearing hearing that and how, I'm always amazed at how people journey go full circle. So initially you had another title in mind, but God saw it a different way. And so it took you really removing yourself from the situation and really looking at it. And then you picked up, now who can get inspired by Stevie Wonder, first of all? I mean, Stevie Wonder, okay, icon. And so I'm not even familiar with that song. So I'm going to make sure that I go and Google it so I can listen to it myself later on. And the fact that you actually use that enjoy inside of tears, because you have to find some type of joy in such great loss because it's so, so the fact that your name rep, represent what survivors of suicide, the family members and the friends and the family that's left behind, you think about all the joyful moments that you have with them, but yet you're sad and, it, and you have tears. Okay. But you turn that negative into a positive and now you're, your son legacy is still living on and it's going to surpass everybody's life in your legacy line because now it's carrying on. And I'm just saying, I've been seeing you online and you are doing these amazing workshops, helping young people, getting into the uh, generation. So we, I want to talk a little bit about this because literally she wrote a powerful article that I had, to have a, I had to have a sidebar conversation with her about because I never thought about this. So for those of you who do not have it, go get it. This is a powerful article that she actually wrote to help us with mental health challenges and disorders for children and youth. Now, for me, I was thinking that children and youth go in the same category. They're the same thing. But however, as you read this amazingly written article by Tracy, you will see that is two different communities, two different groups. So what made you decide to write about children and youth? And could you explain to us the difference like you did with me? Because many of us, like myself, were putting it in the same category. Well, first of all, I was so glad that you were featuring a special edition for Mental Health Month. So that right there had me compelled to just write something for a lot of the experiences that our youth and children are having. Um, what makes the difference is the age ranges too. Um, children, 
that can be like from your preschool, your 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 um, pre-K, your Head Start. Those are your smaller kids. And as you go into the youth ages, that's like coming into your middle school. And then, you know, past high school, because now you're going into teen and things like that. So it's different for each one because of their... Uh, psychological development and their physiological development. Now, I am not a doctor, so I don't want anyone to think that I've, I've gone to medical school or anything like that. No, I haven't. It's just me reading and educating myself on the differences in what makes up a dynamic of, of a community. So in the community of children, we have those different developmental stages and you have those periods of autonomy and you have those periods when they start to understand things better. So that's the separation and division. The actual article uh, in, in that lets you know that in those stages, we have to meet the children where they are and understand that there are still ways that they can uh, get through the process of mental health challenges and just with the professional help, with the diagnosis, with the proper care, with the proper direction. And I wanted to just go there because the parents need to understand it is their responsibility, you know, to make sure they're tuning in with the children to see the different changes and alter states of their personalities and so on and so forth. Well, that is absolutely amazing. I'm like, you really, I had an aha moment when I personally read the article so much so I had to call you. I'm like, I didn't even think <laughs> of this, which now sad to say, um, our younger children are even battling with uh, mental health uh, and, and, and with all the stress that they're having with shooting in schools, um, trying to fit in quote unquote, a lot of pressure is on the youth and the children today at a higher rate, along with even though we have social media and um, AI and all these other advances in science um, with having our cell phones and being able to get information expeditiously super fast. That has had some positive, but also it has some negative impact on our children because they're growing up in a time where they're seeing so much content. They're seeing so many images and you're, they're still trying to figure out who they are, what they like, what they want to do. And they seeing what is online and that can cause depression, anxiety, panic, a whole lot of different things. And so the fact that you tied it down and honed it down into children and youth, which is our future, I really appreciate that. And I learned some things. So I encourage you guys to really follow her in her uh, foundation her nonprofit, Joy Inside of Tears, because she not only writes and she's a co-author, which we're going to talk about that, but she is also, uh, she put up so much helpful information. So if you're a person that you're a little shy about asking for help initially, she has all this information out for you to be able to peruse, be able to listen, be able to learn and be able to, uh, and she directs you to great, amazing resources. So Tracy, many people do not know, or maybe I don't want to say many people because there's quite a bit of people who follow you. Some people <laughs> do not know that you're not, all, you're not only a mental awareness advocate and 
you're a co-author, you're also a speaker. And so what other services that you actually provide with your nonprofit that is open to the public so they can know how they can reach out to you for various different things if they need help? Well, that's a great question. Um, Joy Inside Tears is a suicide prevention and uh, mental health organization that provides resources, advocacy, educational training, support, as well as counseling services. And uh, the community, I have some support meetings that started last month. I'm so proud that people are coming out because the premise of all of this is to end the stigma. If we were able to talk about this issue as we would every other illness or health uh, ailment, we would probably be in a better place, even in our um, different age ranges, stages, genders, we would all be communicating a lot more fluidly. And I'm super excited because this month, Tuesday, May 23rd, my community meeting will be about it's men. We're hoping they come out and support men and women, but we're going to be talking about the cultural and societal norms in our community. Why is it that we're not able, we're going to touch on men because they need to understand they've been told so much men don't cry, you know, get yourself together, man up, all these words that have them so closed off and shut down to even their families and the emulation of that triggers on to the next generation because you're not going to be no punk or whatever the case they use in these conversations um, that they were told and then they're telling their children and their children will grow up and tell their children because they don't understand it's okay to cry that's an emotion it's healthy you know, everyone, it's a cleanse for me. So when I do it, I'm just totally just freeing, getting it all out, and then you can move on. But the issues are um, with this thing, this whole amazing thing that God has me in purpose to do is to educate. We offer educational training, mental health first aid is available, a three year certification training like CPR and uh, basic life uh, uh, support training. So it's there for you to utilize within your communities, in your workplace, um, in your family, so you can better understand signs and symptoms. You can better understand what's going on with the person. Once again, there you don't diagnose. That's for a medical professional, but you would be the first responder because you're talking to them, and they're then able to be directed to the right sources, or you know what to say in that case. So that's what's happening. Um, it's so much happening. I can't even tell you. Well, I absolutely love everything that you said and the fact that you actually mentioned uh, a phrase, or I would say a, a title that we're not familiar with. Most people are not familiar with. You are, you play the role as a mental health first aid instructor. And so many of us have heard of uh, first aid. 
we're familiar with that, but many of us are not aware that there is a class or a uh, expert amount of people that is qualified in regards to mental health first aid. So what's the difference between a mental health first aid person and what would you think is the difference between that and a first aid person? All right, well, the difference for one, first aid is teaching you just for a medical condition, like if someone was having a heart attack, things like that. So uh, you would know what to do to uh, bring them back to life, resuscitate them. That's CPR. That's a whole different thing than the mental health first aid. Mental health is someone that's going through a mental health challenge at that moment, whether they're having suicidal ideation. If you're talking to someone who's like, I was just thinking about killing myself and you left speechless because you don't know what to say or how to take that type of information and help them develop a plan because there are action plans. There are POAs, plan of actions for these things because you want to meet them where they are. You don't want to, it's not a whole rehearsed thing you're going to go over. You're going to know how to address just what they're dealing with. You have a friend, you're talking to them and they say, hey, I've been so depressed. I just can't get out of this depression. Well, how long have you been feeling this way? You know, not that you always depressed. You always talking about something. You know, the things that we get, the responses that we get keeps people bottled up. They It keeps them from, you know, divulging information. So you want to be able to say, okay, without a diagnosis, you can recognize some of the signs and symptoms that they may be experiencing. You know, I have a family member that suffers from uh, schizophrenia and it's very important that we don't label people schizophrenic or bipolar or, you know, committed suicide. No, they die by suicide. They suffer from schizophrenia. They suffer from bipolar disorder. So the labeling has also been a part of the stigma because once someone is diagnosed, they become labeled and you say, oh, they're, um, you know, they're, they're uh, bulimic. Also, all of these things are under mental health disorders because obviously it's something going on with you mentally that you have an eating disorder. So that person suffers from bulimia. Not they're bulimic, but we're so used to uh, giving people the labels that with the labels is stigma with those. That's powerful because when you said all of those labels and, and the terminology, so that's what we're basically speaking about in this moment, the terminology and how we put our words together in order to describe another human being can either be empowering or it can take away their power. And so the fact that I love the way you said suffering from, because it don't take away that person's identity of who they are, because you're, because you are so true. Having a child that falls up into the category of special needs, quote unquote. And so they start putting you in all these categories. And then when they finally, we finally got the diagnosis of um, high functioning autism. Oh, he's autistic. I noticed the response of people, family members, friends, uh, schools. Once, the, once your child has a label on them, uh, and that's dealing with special needs or mental health, people, the stigma start coming out, okay? They start already prejudging that individual. And, they, and we don't realize 
that is harming that person or that group of people by the way that we react. And so instead of going with the cliches or what you see in media, you need to start educating yourself, start educating yourself so that you can be able to speak to individuals and avail to them power and not take it away. And so I'm a, I, I am an autism advocate and going out speaking for the voice list. So we're similar on how we feel about the terminology because I know personally, I'm like, my son has autism, but he is not autism. That's the difference, okay? And so I love that terminology. So you guys, the way that Tracy actually said that, that needs to be the new normal. <laughs> the new normal on the way that we describe because with that has power and individuals who suffer from, they will be more inclined to ask for help, to be more vocal when they don't feel like they want to feel and be able to avail to get the services or the attention they need at that moment. I love mental health first aid. The breakdown is amazing. Like this needs to be something that's in the main school curriculum, homeschooling as well as main school as an option, a viable option for children to take up in life or even add it into their health course. Because I, every state is pretty much required to teach PE, physical education and health. So this should be a part of all curriculums so that we can have this awareness, have this proper terminology. So I, I love what you're doing. So tell us um, about the book that you decide to do, because I know that you do not do everything. You're very, very like, okay, I'm going to I will participate in this. I will support you, but this does not fit. You are you are a person that's very keen and very focused. So what made you say yes to this particular co-author opportunity? And how does it feel to be an author? <laughs> well, uh, again, all of this was by default. Uh, matter of fact, I have this right here and I do have a book signing this. Saturday, yeah, the 20th. Now, this book I am co-authored by default in a way, and it has my son picture. If you guys can see it, it's called The Descent of the Goddesses. And how this book came about, it wasn't even supposed to be a manuscript. My son drew very well, and he also was uh won Young Arthur's Awards in school. He was an, an amazing writer. So the book was supposed to be a graphic comic novel. Now, I had no idea what that meant, but all I know is while he was writing all those years and times, he would also uh, send me stuff in Google Docs to read and see, Mom, how you like this? Read the story. So luckily, I had uh, all the information up until the time that he passed. Now, the book wasn't even titled. I just took some information from the book and called it The Descent of the Goddesses because it is about four goddesses that are, um, that also is so interesting because they're like in a heavenly realm, like before the universe uh, began, and their only job is to meditate and ruminate in that part of the universe so they had never been to earth and they were forbid to go to earth at any time they had these 
elements of power. So once an opening came in and they were forbid to go to that space and time, one went into that ram, which was kind of like the heavens in the world, you know, heaven and earth. So it's almost like he was on to something so amazing. And they came down there with all these powers and they had all these alliances and the humans was, of course, more scared of them than they were, you know, vice versa, because they weren't used to uh, having someone uh, in their human nature in a form of uh, power through elements and they just weren't used to having or seeing humans either so it's really really a great read but i became co-author copyrighted everything honey and when i got that paper through there and it lists me as a uh, uh, heir to that you know uh to his book um and to his work because it is in the uh, national treasury and everything i was fun i just cried because i was like this was what he was working on and i was able to make that manifest um this will be uh like i said a book signing is coming up i did go back home which we're from ohio we moved to georgia two years ago and in the middle of the move my son passed uh away so it was just so much happening and i just had to let god have his way and everything he instructed me to do um, I put, uh, self-published the book, as a matter of fact, um, and it just was on from there. And the book, just so we're clear, the proceeds from the book is how we're supported as well as other nonprofit agencies. I am a 5013C organization, Joy Inside Tears. So it goes towards educational training, resources, and support. So, uh, this book is for the benefit of the people. When people call, there's no cost for the educational training and mental health first aid because of supports like this book. So please donate to our organizations. When people are asking for donations, it's not for their pocket. You know, we're I'm blessed. I mean, I'm doing this because I wanted to keep going and show um, other people what they need to know about what's happening with themselves as well as others in their families. Thank you. Wow. That, okay. I'm having so many wild moments with you. I'm just going to say the moment of wow. Okay. So I knew about your book, but I didn't know all the, the layers of your book. So actually you, your, your son and you, even though he's now passed, his legacy, which is his manuscript, you help and you put it out for him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Noah Christopher Lockhart. So this is his book. I think I only contributed. I did write the one of the beginning pages, you know, uh, the forward, something I said about my son, but everything else, you know, I'm just only, I only published it. So yes. So it's been, it's been a blessing to continuously, his work pays for all these things that helps the community and this world. Oh my goodness. 
So not only do we have Joint Side of Tears, the, the nonprofit 5013C foundation that you created in his memory to carry on his legacy, but now your son left so many gems and now you find those gems. You pull them out the ground, you dust them off, you shine them, and then you present it to the world. And not only did you present it to the world, but it is also a way of access for other individuals that need help that surpassing not only his lifespan, but your lifespan, your family, the, like everybody. Like it's going to carry on forever because this book is now out and protected. See, did you hear she said they have copyright? Do not put your books out without having a copyright, okay? <laughs> but that's another interview. But the fact that, because I was thinking, because when I hear co-authors, um, you know, it's many different people normally part of a co-author collaboration. But the fact that this is basically a mother's love for her child and his legacy and his gifts that he had already laid on the earth at such a young age. He left so much being so young and you took that book and now you added your thoughts in it and now put it out and the way that you describe what's in the book, I'm buying that book, by the way, uh, the way that you described it, uh, it sounds like a movie. This could be even flipped to a movie. It's so engaging. Like literally when you was explaining it, I was like, oh, that's a good movie. You know, so who knows what God has in store because everything that you're actually doing is God led and he's just blessing the effort. And what I love about you, you don't ask the questions, you just do. He say, do this. You're like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's it. <laughs> so Tracy, wow, wow, wow. So what I'm going to do right now, we have to take commercial break from our sponsors and we'll come back and then we're going to add some final words, some different things so people can get in contact in case they need uh, some of your services. And um, we're going to do a wrap up. That is just amazing. So right now we'll be back in a moment after this break from our sponsors. Wow, you're amazing at dancing. Did you take classes for that? No, I taught myself. Teaching dancing lessons could be a great way for you to share your expertise and earn an income doing what you love. Really? How can I do that? Just use the community app. You can create a class there, set the location, and people in the area get notified. They can sign up and pay for the class right on the app. Whoa, that's great. I'm going to download the community app and create a class right away. So excited to teach you all some new dancing moves. So everyone, community is a all-in-one app that creates a platform for you to be able to get paid for your expertise and your skills. So it actually has a, a GPS location. It collects and pays out your fees. So if you have a class, if you have a seminar, if you have a webinar and you're attaching a, a fee to it and you want it to be streamlined and be able to help your participants get to you easier, faster, and safer without all the hassle, go and download community.com and download the app. You can find it in your Apple store as well as your Google Play store. It's an amazing app by an amazing um, CEO that really want to put uh, 
individuals like ourselves in the driver's seat of our own intellectual property, as well as being able to get paid for the skills in which we possess that is God given at the end of the day. So now we are back and we have the amazing Tracy Hong Crombie, the CEO of uh, Joy Inside of Tears, but she also has her very own podcast on CTR Media Network. And let me tell you, this lady's podcast, ever since she did episode one, the support, the listenership has been through the roof. So I know that what she's doing is exactly what she's supposed to be doing because the response from people getting her information and really taking into it is so phenomenal. So with your busy schedule, Tracy, you're so busy. What makes you decide to say, okay, I have the book, I have the foundation, I'm also going out advocating and, and, and public speaking, but I'm going to also start a podcast. So what makes you decide to do that? Well, right there in itself, that was something I've always wanted to do. And I definitely realized I'm up here with Beauty Frashes with Tracy. Uh, yeah, Joy Inside Tears is what we were really talking about as well. But uh, Beauty Frashes with Tracy, people, if you don't know, some people have that this name. And I don't know how significant it is for them to have this name. But God gave me beauty for ashes. My son's urn is on my mantle. So he said he would do that. He would give me beauty for those ashes. So every time I'm reminded of that, I wanted to do something that helped people talk about and relate to mental health awareness, bringing more awareness to uh, the masses. Uh, we talk about self-care as well wellness, how we can stay well, everything starts with the mind. And if people don't realize we go into a continuum of health, sickness, wellness, health, sickness, wellness, it continue. it's a continuum. Like if I catch a cold, I could get well tomorrow, but I got sick yesterday, but I'm better today. So as we age and as we progress, we need to be talking about the wellness of the mind as well as the body. And so Beauty for Ashes came about from that as a podcast. And I just wanted to bring people on that talk about or that has knowledge in the mental health field, as well as to talk about maybe some of their struggles. Um, Yes, I'm busy. I don't have time to do it. I thought it was going to be an every Saturday thing. I would love for it too. But to run an organization um, as well as be present in all these community um, uh, events because I'm, I'm my schedule is like taxing. But I thank God for every moment that I share with the people that are calling upon me. He said um, he opens the doors no man can shut. And here I am with you. And on such an amazing network that does so many amazing things and exposes people to the new way of viewer, viewer pleasure. Because everybody's not watching TV anymore. They're watching podcasts. They're watching their phones. They're streaming things. So shout out to you. Shout out to Dr. Tina Ramsey and the CTR Media Network because this is, this is a beautiful platform. So right now, I feel like you know, a whole celebrity just on the show. So this is, this is great. This is great. Oh, 
Well, we absolutely love having you here. I mean, when you first came on the network, I was like, Tracy, your podcast is going through the roof. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yes. I said, these people, like, they're coming to listen. Then I said, okay, I need to go hear what they're listening to. And so every single time you put up an episode, I'm there because like you said, as a society, we 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 put more emphasis, I would say, on the neck down for health and wellness. We don't ever uh, address nor think about the health and wellness from the neck up. And if we think about what happens here in our mind, in our head, it will dictate what happened with the rest of the body. And so many of our illnesses and problems and stressors and different things that we face is because we're overly stressed, not getting enough sleep, overwork, all these different things that comes into play and it affects the rest of our body. And so the fact that you bring it on, not only yourself, but other experts in the mental health awareness industry uh, that's speaking about these topics that have this experience and also breaking, most importantly, breaking the stigma. This is normal healthcare. Okay. I don't, I need to get this in everybody's head. Mental health awareness, going to just have therapy, even if you're not sad, even if you're not depressed or anxious, you should have therapy. It's not anything wrong with you if you need to go to therapy. It'll actually help you. <laughs> okay. And so I had to even work through that because I was like, I can't go to a therapy. They're going to think I'm crazy. Let me tell you something. I went to my first therapy session with a baseball cap, a hoodie. And I, I mean, all of a sudden, I'm like, I hope nobody don't see me. I hope nobody don't see me. But let me tell you something. My first uh, appointment was so combative. I must admit, I, I, I'm admitting. Uh, every, every question they asked me, I asked the question back to them. I was doing a Madea on them. I really did. I was not a good client at first because I was on defense because I'm like, from everything that I used to see on television and movies about therapy, I had a different, I had a very mindset about it that wasn't positive. Okay. And so then God had to work with me. <laughs> he had to work with me. So I had to humble myself and pray. And the next meeting I went into, I pretty much let everything go. And it was the best, most therapeutic experience of my life. So I am an advocate if you need a therapist. If you, someone that is non-biased, that can really help you work through some of your past trauma, as well as just things in life to get that off your chest, you will feel a thousand pounds lighter because you got it off and happier. So listen, uh, Joy Inside Tears provide different resources. Sometimes you just need a non-biased person just to speak to, just to talk to. It's not necessarily you're depressed. You just need someone to speak that you know that your 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 conversation is confidential. So I highly recommend you guys to just test it out for yourself, but don't go in the first meeting like I did, like being all negative. You go in there with positivity, okay? So what would you say to a person, um, Tracy, that is their first time, they, they, they to the point where they want to seek help, but they're a little nervous. So do you have any last suggestions on what a person can actually do to kind of dip their toe in to try to get, they know they want help. They're a little nervous. You provide all these services. Where can they start? Well, I would have to say a good place to start 
if you're not, now everything is so convenient in the, in the comfort of your home, do a virtual. Go, matter of fact, you could go to Joy Inside Tears and go right into their, uh, to my, uh, I think it's all about us or it's the resources or it's somewhere along, get involved. And you press that and it has resources. Then it would have a link to the actual counselor. You could do virtual. So that makes it very convenient now. So now no one even knows. You can go in your room, close your door, um, have you a private session. You could talk to someone, you know, figure out uh, what the arrangements are that you need to make with them. Or then you make your appointment from there. You don't, it, just like telemedicine. Everything is like happening now virtually and you don't have to be there in person. So I would say start there if you're just reluctant about, hey, I don't know if I want to go walk. Like you said, you had your hat on and your shades and all this. You don't have to do, I can sit right here in my whole pajama set and have a counseling session with, with, with a counselor. I've done telehealth on my appointments just talking to the doctor like in the grocery store. She called back. I was like, hey, so, you know, so it's really good. You do that. But I would say definitely seek professional help. If anyone you know or you are experiencing a mental health challenge, please dial 988 or go to 988lifeline.org only because it can save your life, it can save your friend's life, it could save your a family member, it can save a community, just us getting help when it's needed. I 100% agree with you. So the consensus for this entire interview is that breaking down the barriers. Yes, I told you something about my personal story so that you can kind of laugh about it. Humor kind of helps to know that because many people look at me now from where I am at now and they think that I never had any problems. We all have problems. Okay. I want you to be able to see my transparency. And if you are a person or like she said, or a family member or a friend and you feel like, okay, I just not feeling like myself. And you know it, whether it's the regular kind of sadness versus a different type of feeling that you maybe never experienced before. It's okay. You need to go and seek uh, qualified medical advice. And like she said, the cool thing now, unlike when I went, it wasn't no telehealth. It wasn't no uh, tele, uh, none of that. You know, you had to get in your car. And you had to go to the facility. You had to go to the doctor's office. That was poor blank. So now you can do it from the comfort of your home and nobody has to know, but yet you're receiving the benefit of being able to work through your problems and being able to get sound advice. And you're going to feel so much better. So take it from me. This was one of the best decisions I ever made, okay, in regards to uh, seeking help. And that's why I can speak so freely about it because- it freed up all my feelings and my emotions. I'm not embarrassed. I don't care about the stigma because I know it helped me, okay? So if I can do it, you can do it. Go do it, all right? And so, Tracy, I'd like to bring you back on so that you can tell them. So we want, you guys, what I want you to do, really, though, I'll just aside, I want you to follow her on Facebook at uh, Joy Inside of Tears. I also want you to follow her on IG, which is Joy Inside of Tears as well. I also want you to go to her website and actually support, 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 okay? Remember, as you heard, they need support in order to keep making these services available for you for free. Because keep in mind, 
you're getting these services for free, but they are always attached to a fee. Somebody's paying. <laughs> and not free. Enjoy inside of tears that's paying. And so the fact that she's is like unwavering dedication to help us with a topic that we normally don't speak about and making us feel at ease and comfortable and empowered to go get this help. Remember, just like you receive help, we want to make sure we pay it forward so that we can leave some resources for other people that's going to come behind you that may need these services, okay? And so purchase the book. Show the book again. Show the book again. Go ahead and put the book up again. Yes, show the book. Okay, thank you. Go, go purchase the book. Go, they have a donation tab. Go make a donation on the website. And if you want to do more, reach out. Um, they have all kinds of things that you can do. You have an event and you need someone with expertise. She is a public speaker. She can You can speak to her about all of those different types of services that she provides. Also stay in the know. I'm telling you, her social media is on and popping with regards to resources just on her social media alone. If you don't even go to all this stuff, you will get so much food for thought just from her social media alone. But take it a step further and get the help that you need and also get the resources that you need because Definitely, Joy Inside of Tears, they have you covered, all right? So Joy, uh, I'm talking about Joy, I'm thinking about Joy Inside of Tears. Tracy, thank you so much for coming on, being a featured guest, sharing all of your information with us in regards to how we can break the stigma. And thank you for your unwavering dedication, not only to the community, but to your son. Because you are a mother, honey, and you are carrying on his legacy in such an amazing way that he will never be forgotten. Never. Because you have made, with God's help, a personal imprint on his life, on his legacy, on his handsomeness, the, the essence of your son. You have managed to make an impact that is historical. So congratulations on that. He's smiling. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. Any last closing words? I would just like to once again, thank you uh, for all of your support and all of the um, love that I get uh, from, from the network and from the masses that are supporting me. This book, like you say, you can donate. And if you want to buy the book, you want a signed copy, you can go on Amazon. This book is anywhere books are sold. So in every platform, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. Uh, right now we're going to pretty good books, but it's in Books A Million, uh, blackbooks.com. You go Google on anything. It's everywhere. You can buy a book. Uh, the book is available. It's, it's just, you know, just a good read. And again, it supports a great mission. Thank you for having me again.
Best in the biz. Yeah. Join the team. CTR is who we are. The media network, that's the best by far. Whether you listen at your home, at your job, and your car. Come get the information that's needed above all. Never lasting. Motivational podcasting. Giving you the answers to the questions that you're asking. Serious talks and topics. How to come up and profit. How to better yourself. Your health is here. We got it. Reaching 350 million. They tuning in. We in 50 different countries. We all can. And like minded. Find your purpose and your assignment. Come get your fix, your feel. Your mental alignment, get active and speak to the masses. Build your influence, all levels and all classes. Now you know you can monetize and grow. CTR Media Network, start the show. CTR Media Network, CTR Media Network, CTR Media Network. CTR, Media Network, CTR is who we are, the Media Network, that's the best by far, you know, CTR, Media Network, CTR, Media Network. Your health is here, we got it. Reaching 350 million, they tuning in. We in 50 different countries, we all can. And like minded, find your purpose and your assignment. Come get your fix, your feel, your mental alignment. Get active and speak to the masses. Build your influence, all levels and all classes. Now you know you can monetize and grow. CTR Media Network, start the show. CTR Media Network. CTR Media Network. CTR Media Network. CTR Media Network. CTR is who we are. The Media Network. That's the best by far, you know. CTR Media Network. CTR Media Network. Uh, uh, uh.